Hey friends, what's up? My name is Elektrotechnika. I wish you a happy new year. And today I'm gonna present you three things that were my highlights last year, so in 2023. Three cool things that happened to me and three strange things. And uh, what's next in 2024? So let's start with three highlights from last year. Obviously, of course, um, the first thing that comes to my mind is uh, my remix of I'm Afraid to Fall. The song passed 750,000 streams and uh, that's totally insane for um, my catalog because my strongest two songs um, so far have been uh, my Aya song and the Blind remix and they are sitting at around 200,000 streams right now. So um, the I'm Afraid to Fall remix just uh, skyrocketed um, compared to the other songs uh, with almost four times the streams. So I'm very happy with it. Uh, I love the remix, really. I, uh, I love to listen to it by myself. And um, by the way, did you know that um, Arian, the guy who produced the original I'm Afraid to Fall song, he was only 17 when he produced it. And the singer on the song, it's his uh, younger brother, uh, Samuel, and he was 13. <laughs> That's so crazy. Look what happened. Look what happened. It's an insane song. And I love to, to, to push uh, younger artists um, by having these collaborations. Because I know when I started making music, I was also like somewhere between 13 and 17. Um, definitely more 13 than 17 and if there have been if there would have been someone uh, who would have pushed me uh, like this this would really have made a change uh, for my um, music making and um, yeah I think that's a great great deal for everyone um, speaking of great deals uh, my sped up dance album passed or is passing 1 million streams that's the second highlight from last year and it's a great deal i think because sped up dance is also like it's a firework of collaboration uh, it's not a typical solo album by myself um, i released it as such but the songs are um, the most part of it are remixes and you know when i do remixes i don't just take some uh, song that i like from spotify and just uh, recorded illegally in my door and then um, yeah do whatever I want with it but when I stumble upon cool songs I always text the artists and uh, I message them and I ask them hey uh, would you like me to to remix it I, I love your song it's it's awesome um, would you mind to send me your stamps or your um, your tracks and sometimes I also I just buy the song and then I already remixed the song in the first uh, rough um, demo and I send it to the artist and say hey look I love your song so much I started creating a remix uh, take a listen uh, what do you think do you want to release it with me together and this is also something that works really well because I had a case where I asked an artist if he wants to collaborate and uh, I already had a certain song in mind to, to remix and he just said no, because he said, mm, well, I'm more into the urban stuff and I don't want to make dance pop. 
uh, songs and yeah, maybe at another point in my career, but not now. And I said, okay, thank you very much for your uh, honesty and um, yeah, I wish you success and luck. And then I uh, <laughs> went ahead and just created a remix and sent it to him and he was mind blown and totally loved it and immediately agreed to uh, release it. So yeah, it was all about collaboration, connecting with people and this is something I always focus. Uh, I'm not after songs that might work and uh, I get the money, but I I'm always interested in the artist behind the song. I want I want the song to be real, you know. I want to find an artist who is really an artist, who uh, loves what he does, who has an appearance on um, the platforms and um, has a certain community. And uh, there I'm taking the songs and I'm making just new interpretations of them. And I love to to stand next to the artist who created the original and tell the people in the world, hey, here is our new song, it's a remix by me, but um, yeah, take a listen. Sometimes we also like change the title, like it was the case with Take Me Higher, because the original song was named uh, Great Beyond, and I said, hey, hey guys, uh, let's rename it, because Great Beyond is maybe a cool title in, in the context of your album, but the song for itself, how I remixed it, it would I think would fit more if it uh, would be called Take Me Higher. And um, yeah, so this is something I will continue in 2024 and was definitely an ongoing highlight for me. The third highlight from last year and the last one um, was that I got my first editorial playlist placements. So I um, got placed on Rave, Sheeped Anders, Hyperpop.de, Bass Explosion, Techno Party, and uh, maybe some others, but I just see those playlists in my uh, statistics. And uh, yeah, that's a very nice thing to happen because um, I knew the, those playlists, some of them uh, before, and I, um, for example, told Arian when we um, finished uh, the I'm Afraid to Fall remix that I think I have the feeling that this remix will be placed on uh, this and that playlist sometime because it, it just fits perfectly. And I guess as far as I remember, um, when pitching the song inside the Spotify for Artists app um, to be placed on editorial placements uh, playlists, I also wrote there that um, I think those playlists are very good for the song. I don't know how much of an influence it had. I, I don't think so much, but uh, it's just nice to see um, Uh, how it works out um, and how my imagination and my idea and um, assessment of, of this of this topic um, was right. Yeah. So let's move on to the next category. Um, three cool things from last year that happened to me. Um, yeah, first of all, of course, uh, last year was the year where I introduced the new uptempo songs that I didn't do before and um, yeah I have to say that the, they resonated amazingly well so, uh, so the sped up dance album uh, is performing very well the I'm afraid to fall remix uh, as I mentioned before is uh, hitting new 
horizons with with the streaming numbers for me and um yeah it, it's a very nice development i guess from my artistic point of view and i will definitely uh keep on doing this uh next cool thing is my um new macbook based setup because it's just a gigantic leap in production quality um i created um, <laughs> a funny and i guess also interesting post on instagram and tiktok um where i imagined that um yeah what, what if my studio setup was actually an audio plugin uh, an actual device and um yeah and there i showed how the different layers of audio processing influence um my mix and yeah this just uh, shows how uh, much of an impact on the quality on the also on the vibe of the song or of the mix um those signal chains have and i spend a lot of time uh, to uh, set everything up and to do my research and so on and i guess yeah that that's a very cool thing for me uh, i love thinking about my studio setup just opening ableton live and having all those fancy devices in there in form of plugins and um, knowing that everything that i throw into my door <clears throat> just sounds more expensive and um, really nice and warm and gritty um, and that's exactly what i need for my sound now uh, the third thing is um, i talked to a stranger again who listens to my music since my Enter the Ninja remix from 2009, so 15 years ago almost. And this was not the first time, but um, it happened to me like two or three years ago uh, also. And that's really crazy because, you know, um, when I started creating music um, as Elektrotechnika, um, the Enter the Ninja remix um, actually was the first remix that from my standpoint skyrocketed uh, in numbers uh, back then on youtube because i had um, yeah quarter million streams and um, having people contacting me now um, listening to the new music and telling me hey man i know you since back then in 2009 that's really awesome i i feel so connected to them my first intuition is always hey man send me your address i wanna i wanna um I want to send you a t-shirt just as an expression of my gratitude. Um, okay, so <laughs> that were like highlights and cool things, but I also had strange things that happened in 2023. So the first thing I want to talk about is an offer that I got, a really strange one. Um, someone approached me and said, hey man, uh, I'm looking for producers who um, can produce two to three cover song remixes a day and getting paid 50 euro each um like an assembly line and man, i was shocked by this concept i mean there is so much going wrong in this in this thought process of that guy um this is how it feels to me um i don't like it at all because i don't think that music should be produced on an assembly line by a certain scheme uh, i mean you could argue that um, pop music is kind of the same thing but you know also pop music um, there are real artists artists behind uh, those pop songs and no one tells them produce two to three 
cover remix songs a day and you get you 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 get 50 euro um, for each song it's um, it's another level of sellout i guess and um, i don't like it at all uh, i won't ever do this kind of music because this is not what i do <laughs> another thing was that i got an offer from universal yes i was excited when i read this in my email um, subject um, yeah they offered me to license i'm afraid to fall because they saw that the song is performing well and um, yeah they wanted to license it um, pay me some money and uh, yeah but, but actually the terms were horrible yeah at first i was excited and then i realized how much of a disadvantage this would be to me and also to Ariam because we we are both the artists of the song so i declined yeah i i wish it would have been something uh with a win-win situation for both parties but i i'm i'm not after some big names in my spotify credits no this is not something for me and last thing i, I want to talk about is i realized everyone is doing sped up hyper stuff this is why i also called this episode um, hyper hyper <laughs> uh, there is a hyper version of anything now you find pop songs new ones old ones house songs techno everything is um, recycled recycled as as a hyper hyper pop hyper house hyper techno um, i don't have a problem with it but the problem i have is that most of it is poorly done it's just bad quality it's uh it's not really artistic uh expression and um doesn't make fun to listen to it it's just heartlessly recycled songs from the 90s or the early 2000s yeah and i i think if you wanna if you wanna follow a trend um, you don't have to lose your creativity and and your artistic standards you know but of course uh, there are some really fantastic gems uh, that can be found yeah there are, there are really great artists uh, also out there with um, great hyper stuff and um, i listen a lot to those uh, i personally don't like it if it's too trancy and um, i realized that most of the people or many of the people who do this hyper stuff they don't exactly know where to put that music in which genre um, so it seems to me they um, just take well-known styles from the past and trance is a well-known style from the past uh, primarily uh, just to stay on a proven path instead of innovating their art um, i mean for me it's a big confirmation that the direction i went a year ago addresses a certain mainstream interest despite being a niche yeah because not everyone listens to it but somehow it's also radio friendly and so on um but i always do this music um with passion it, 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 everything in my creation process is driven by passion uh, vibe and personal dedication to the music you know I'm, i'm feeling connected to the music i'm creating it's not just it's it's not just throwing in something um because i think that it will generate numbers it's not at all like this and uh i i have the feeling that i copy other songs less than ever um and by copy i mean not like stealing ideas from others but 
you know, in, in music it's often, there is often a dynamic um, where, for example, the Roses remix dropped a few years ago and it introduced this slap house style to a very broad audience and everyone wanted to um, implement those slap house bass um, sounds in their songs until now. And um, this kind of copying, I mean, so getting inspired by um, by contemporary sound design and um, just taking it and making it yours. But now I have the feeling I'm doing it less than ever. Uh, instead, I'm trying to innovate um, my music based on my own musical taste. So I'm listening to all those things and I also have like my biography um, in musical taste and habit and I'm, I have the feeling that this sped up dance music I'm creating now uh, is the perfect place for me to uh, melt everything together without sounding like someone else, you know. Uh, it's also <laughs> like a, a challenge for me because I have to explain to people or to uh, business partners what kind of music I'm doing. Um, and I mean, I can't just say pop or dance pop or trance or techno because it's it's not that kind of stuff yeah but 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 for me it's perfect i i feel very confident and fine in in this niche i'm sitting in and the resonance as i said before is huge is great and though so the conclusion from this uh, for me is that um the sped up dance album it was my first album to drop and it was kind of a concept album it was not like this perfect uh, package of artistic expression and there is a, a story I tell from the from the very beginning to the end and so on like you like, like you know it from hip-hop albums or so but it's it's a concept album it, the songs fit together and it has a, a certain frame um, but for me it was really also like a test yeah uh, I put it out and it worked out so um, I'm continuing uh, this journey uh, definitely and the next step will be um, that I release the quick and dirty EP on January the 19th so in roughly two weeks I guess and this will bring the sped up dance music even further so let's see how the journey will further unfold uh, I'm very excited for everything that will come and uh, yeah, thank you very much for listening. Have a nice day. Bye bye.